Well, today we have two stories about a very familiar subject. Our first reading from Isaiah and the Gospel from Matthew both describe vineyards. Now the purpose of a vineyard is to produce grapes, but to produce grapes so that you can make wine. That's really the purpose. And throughout the Bible, wine is seen as a sign of celebration, joy. When the biblical authors try to describe the kingdom of God, they frequently talk about an abundance of wine. So wine means that things are as they should be that God's will is being done, that there's a reason to rejoice, a reason for joy. But there's no rejoicing in either of our stories this morning. And that leads us to the problem in today's readings. Neither of the two vineyards produce wine that they fail to do so for two completely different reasons. Isaiah's vineyard does not produce wine because the grapes are bad. The vineyard has produced wild grapes, sour grapes. Matthew's vineyard fails to produce wine because the tenants were bad, because the tenants refused to hand over the grapes for pressing into wine. So in Isaiah's story, the problem is grapes. In Matthew's, the problem is the tenants. These are different kinds of problems. If the grapes are bad, there's nothing you can do. You can't make wine out of sour grapes. But if the problem is the tenants, you can make wine if the tenants agree to change. Sometimes, aren't we a little like those vineyards? When we experience a problem in our life, a lack of wine, a lack of joy, the first thing we have to do is figure out what the problem is. There are some things we can't change. Bad grapes. But there's others that we can change, bad tenants. Our ability to follow Jesus depends on us knowing the difference. The truth is captured in that famous serenity prayer. And my daughter has it hanging above the sink in her house so that she sees it every day. 
Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Boy, there's a lot of times we need people to remind us of serenity. So when there's a lack of wine, a lack of goodness, a lack of joy in our lives, we're called to respond with serenity and courage. The key is knowing the difference between the things we can change and those we can't. If you feel an emptiness in your marriage, a growing stress, and you begin to question whether it will last, you can't change your personality. You can't change your spouse's personality. You can't erase the mistakes you made in the past. But you can find the courage to keep dialogue open, to seek counseling, and to move as much as possible towards forgiveness. You can still, with love and determination, make wine. Because the grapes are good. The joy and love was there. It just needs care. If we're worried about the shootings in our cities, our schools, our neighborhoods, we can't bring back the lives of those who were killed in the senseless violence. But we can find the courage to examine gun laws that allow people with mental issues to purchase guns. We can examine whether true hunters, or anyone for that reason, needs a gun or clips that hold 20, 30, 40 bullets. When we recognize the wild grapes in our system that only produce sadness, then we can encourage our legislatures to fix them. If we believe that things are wrong in our country concerning abortion, immigration, the environment, we can't change policy and laws by ourselves. But we can find the courage to express our convictions in respectful discussions with others and exercise our responsibility to vote in local and national elections. It takes good grapes and good people 
to make wine. When there's a lack of wine, a lack of goodness, a lack of joy, it's time to ask God for the serenity to accept it, to accept those things that we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference.